Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider in that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story, which comes from OK Independence 579 from the Off My Chest subreddit and says, I ghosted my family and fiance after what my sister did. I need a little advice on the matter as I don't know what to do anymore. I was 21 when my fiance asked me to marry him. He was the absolute light of my life. We'd known each other since preschool. Our families are very close. He would come and have dinner with us on a daily basis and vice versa. He doesn't have any siblings, but I have two older sisters, which is very important as he was also very close with them. We grew up together. When we started dating, I don't think our parents stopped celebrating for weeks. He helped me deal with a lot of my anxiety and even when I gained a little weight and my mother berated me saying he was going to leave me, he told her off and said he loved me for who I was, not for what I looked like, even though he claimed I was the most beautiful girl in the world to him. We were only engaged for six months before the incident. My middle oldest sister, let's call her Nikki, was a very cold person. She never showed any affection. She only ever opened up to my fiance, as she said she saw him as a brother and also helped her through a lot of dark times, such as battling drug addictions and breaking the law. She and I never saw eye to eye. I loved her dearly because she was my sister, but didn't like her as a person. Out of the blue, she tells me she wants to take me clubbing, as we've never been together before, and she felt bad that she was so distant to me. I agreed, and that night we went out. Clubbing wasn't really my style, but once I had a few drinks, I loosened up a little and began having fun. The night was going smoothly until Nikki spotted a guy across the room who she claimed she wanted to climb like a tree. She walked over to him and within a few minutes, she was back and she had a sour expression on her face. I asked her what was up, but she never said anything. I kept pressing because I didn't want our night to be ruined. She then told me the guy didn't want her number, but he wanted mine instead. I told her he was a loser and there were plenty of guys around who would kill to be with a girl like her. She didn't budge though. She told me she needed to use the restroom and then we would leave. I waited for another hour. During this time, I was sipping on a lot of different cocktails. I then started feeling really dizzy and lightheaded. I figured I'd just cab it home as I was certain Nikki had left. On the way out though, I bumped into a friend of Nikki's whom she had briefly dated. He asked me if I needed a hand to my car and I explained I was getting a cab. He said he was getting ready to leave and we could share one. I told him okay and we walked out of the club together and into the first cab we saw. I tried to find my phone in my purse, but I felt myself getting dizzier and dizzier. I don't remember what happened next as I blacked out and the next morning I woke up on a hard sofa, my head pounding. When I came to, I realized I was in Nikki's friend's house and my phone was sitting on the glass table in front of me, but it was flat. When he noticed I was awake, he offered me some tablets and water and explained that I had passed out in the cab. 
and he didn't remember my parents' address, so he just picked me up and took me back here, where he laid me on the sofa. I told him I needed to go home as my fiancé would be worried. He called a cab and I left. When I arrived at my parents' house, my mother, father, Nikki, my fiancé and his parents were all standing in the living room. I thought they were worried about me, but the instant I opened my mouth, my fiancé asked how I could do this to him. I tried to explain that my phone went flat, but then went on screaming about how could I cheat on him. I was baffled. Why would he think that? I tried to explain the night's events, but I kept getting cut off. Nikki then chimed in and said I was lying, and how could I be so heartless to a man who'd been there for me through thick and thin? She went on to say I kept flirting with random guys all night, and then she went to the bathroom. She saw me leave with her friend. I told her what had happened, and she showed me photos on her phone where, as we were leaving, his hand was on my back, ushering me outside. Yes, the photo did look horrible, and I was so drunk, I didn't even realize his hand was on my back at all. My fiancé was so angry. He kept shouting, and his mum and mine were both crying. I then asked Nikki to call her friend, and he would confirm nothing happened. But when she called him, he told a completely different story. He said I begged him to take me back to his, and when he did, we slept together multiple times. I saw red and started crying and yelling at Nikki because I knew she had organized this whole thing to make me look bad. I begged my fiancé to believe me, but he just shook his head and left. When everybody had cleared out, my mother slapped me across the face and told me to get out. I left and went to a friend's house where I stayed for a few nights. During those nights, I called my fiancé crying and pleading with him to please believe me. Nothing happened, but it fell on deaf ears as he never returned any of my calls or texts. My mum texted me and told me she was kicking me out and that she couldn't believe I would do such a thing and a lot of hurtful slurs I don't think I could repeat here. She didn't even give me time to get my things as she threw everything out. I was now homeless. None of my family would take me in as they chose my fiancé and my mother's side. I was homeless and single in less than a day and a half. My entire world had been taken away because of Nikki's lies. Now for weeks I had tried everything to get my fiancé and my family back. The limit for me though was when Christmas time had come and I went over to my mother's house to try and reconcile. I was sleeping from couch to couch during this time. When I got to my parents' house, I knocked on the door but no one answered. My friend then called me and told me she just saw on Facebook that my family were in another state celebrating Christmas and they had posted pictures online. Everyone was there. My sisters, parents, grandparents and even my fiancé and his family. When I saw the photos, I couldn't stop crying as they all looked so happy. I cried for days and days before deciding to block them all. I even returned my engagement ring. My friend knew someone a couple of hours away who was looking for some help in his restaurant and he even had living arrangements above where he worked so I could get rent at a cheap price and work at the same time. I wanted to start over with my life as it hurt me that no one took my side and they all left me to fend for myself. I was able to move pretty quickly and was doing well. The apartment was tiny and I had to work 10 plus hours almost every day but I was able to save a lot of money. I'm not living in the apartment anymore. I was able to rent a much nicer condo but I'm still working at the restaurant as an assistant manager. Now it's been roughly two years since I left and have not spoken to any of my family. I have no idea what's going on with them until I got a knock on my door. It was my ex-fiance. I was shocked to say the least. All of these feelings came rushing back and all I wanted to do was jump into his arms. But then I remembered the pain I had felt and tried to slam the door in his face but he stopped it and asked that I let him explain. 
He said that Nikki had gotten married and she had confessed that she lied about the situation because she had found someone she loved so much and realized what a horrible thing she had done. I asked him how he found me and he said my friend told him. My entire family had been trying to get in touch with me and want to see me. I told him I needed time to see if I even wanted to have them in my life. He left and I've been a mess since. I don't know what to do. I know I will never ever forgive Nikki. She could rot for all I care, but it's hard because my other family and fiance didn't know she was lying. But I also felt like they abandoned me too quickly without letting me explain my side. I don't know if I should forgive them. Any advice would be much helpful. And we're going to start in the comments with a little dreamy one who says, frankly, I do not think I could forgive your ex-fiance or your family for abandoning you so quickly. Based on an incident that didn't even occur. It's all well and good for them to be sorry, but they didn't have to completely reinvent themselves on their own the way you did. I wouldn't be quick to forgive or to forget. Prozakvas replies that and says, I'd like to add that ex-fiance could have considered she was taken advantage of and, and raped when she was drunk or drugged. Had no consideration as to whether she was assaulted. Didn't ask if they should go to the hospital to get a rape kit done, along with preventative care for STDs or get tested. I understand that emotions can run high, but... I bet he knew what kind of person the sister was if he literally helped her through a drug addiction and other issues. For clarity, being addicted to drugs isn't the problem, but the person that her sister is. There's no way he's not familiar with the type of person she was and the type of friends she might have. He deserves zero second chances. Edit, I only mention her fiancé because all this applies to her family as well. Amanda Sparkle says you deserve an amazing life and you need to think carefully about the family and fiancé who dropped you so quickly. Plus, your sister is a psychopath, and that's me being polite. She put you in such a position of danger for her own gain and destroyed your life. I can't believe also, given her past, that your parents would side with her on this. Inevitable Okra says, I'm petty as fuck, and I would request a meeting with the family and sister's husband, and in front of him, I'll tell him how she drugged you and gave you to a stranger to do whatever while you were drugged. How even after making you homeless, jobless, supportless, she still let that go on for years and enjoyed Christmas while not knowing if you're in a ditch somewhere. Blow up her life. Also, you don't owe them anything. They are all horrible people. An unexpected ruse says, I honestly find it even worse that your parents at least didn't be parents to you. They abandoned you. Their own blood. Even if they didn't believe you, they should have been there for you. They chose to not only believe your sister's lies, but also choose your fiancé instead of their own child. I know it's hard, but please remember how they threw you away like trash. None of them deserve your kindness or forgiveness. If it were me, I'd tell all of them one time how I felt and then go no contact forever. Honey, this isn't some minor issue. You were drugged, embarrassed, and abandoned by the people who were supposed to love you the most. The fact that your parents who went two years without reaching out to you should tell you enough about how they feel about you. You're doing great. Live your life without the negativity and drama of reconciling with them, especially since you have no intention of forgiving their golden child. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. So OP does update the post and says, Wow, guys, I don't even know where to begin. I'm honestly so grateful for all the support, advice, beautiful messages, and awards you guys have gifted. I wish I could personally thank each and every one of you, and I did try my best to reply to every message. You guys are honestly so amazing, and I cried reading all the comments. My heart has never been so touched with the amount of love and support I got on this post, and I'm so sorry if it took too long to post an update. I was honestly in so much shock, I didn't know how to cope with it. So, uh, I never got back to my ex. I didn't know what to do, but eventually he must have given my phone number to my parents as they text asking to meet up. I never replied and was planning on organizing a Zoom meeting, but didn't need to as they showed up at my door. Well, my father did. When I answered the door and saw him standing there, I ended up throwing up, which he insisted on cleaning. When he was done, we sat down and I just bursted in tears. My emotions were all over the place and my father has worn the same cologne for a really long time. So when I smelt it, it just brought back all these memories. He tried to hug me, but I pushed him away and asked what he was doing here. He went on to explain that he and my mother are getting a divorce. He said he begged my mother to get in touch with me the minute I left, but she refused and I was acting like a baby. If I wanted to leave them after doing something so horrible, I could do things on my own from then on. I asked him how long did it take them to notice I was gone. He said they arrived back home after New Year's Eve and were planning on inviting me over so we could talk. That's when they got in touch with my friend and she told them I left and she didn't know where I was. I asked him why he didn't listen to my side of the story and why did they throw me away so easily. He just started crying. He said he never meant for things to get so out of hand and he wishes more than anything he could take it all back. I said when they found out Nikki was taking drugs and had dropped out of high school, it didn't throw her away. Instead, we all went on holiday so she could focus on things besides drugs and during that trip, she got hooked on alcohol and each time they defended her over and over. He said he had no idea my mother was going to kick me out. He thought it was going to be for a few days, but then they decided last minute to spend Christmas out of state. My mother apparently promised him I'd be allowed back home after they got back. I said she threw away all my stuff, but he said everything was still there and she lied about that. I asked him, what has happened to Nikki? And he said she is dead to him. He wants nothing to do with her, but my mother has been crying to him, asking to forgive Nikki as she is not well, and they already lost one daughter. They cannot lose two. He blocked my mother, and Nikki has been on my ex's case about finding me. My ex caved in when my dad said he blocked my mother and Nikki and told him where I lived. I asked that he never show up again unless I give him permission, and he agreed. He asked what would happen now, and I said I really don't know, and that he hurt me really bad. I then just went into detail about how much he hurt me and what it felt like seeing them so happy without me and how hard it has been. We were both crying by the end of it, but I was really glad I got it all out. It felt like a huge weight had been lifted off my shoulders. My dad then said he knew a few places around the area and would help me get a better apartment. I said he would help me get a better job, but I told him I wouldn't be leaving this job as my boss has helped me out so much and I wanted to repay him at all costs. I said I didn't want him to do anything for me. I said I want to reconcile but it has to be on my own terms. It was going to take a very very long time to trust him again and I may never trust him again. 
He said he would do anything to make up for what he did. I asked him why Nikki did this and if she said anything about it. Well, she said she thought my ex deserved better than me and she wanted to see him happy because he was making too many sacrifices in the relationship. She loved him like a brother and wanted to break the engagement off. That night, she asked her friend to come and escort me out of the club so she could get photos and to take me home so her plan could work. She said nothing sexual happened. I went to sleep on the sofa and that was it. He was up playing video games all night until I woke up, which he has proof of apparently. My dad was planning on getting my stuff from my mother's house and bringing it to me, but I told him I didn't want those things anymore. I then went to ask about Nikki's husband and he said my mother has been hush-hush with the entire situation, but that he had his number and wrote it down for me. After my dad left, I decided to call Nikki's husband. I was sweating the entire time and felt so sick. What if I could hear her in the background? But anyhow, when he picked up, I just spit everything out, which I deeply regret because I should have eased into it for him. He sounded really confused and I explained the entire situation again. I even went into detail about her drug and alcohol problems. I was honestly expecting him to curse me out and defend Nikki. Instead, he let out a long sigh and well, turns out, he had a feeling she wasn't exactly innocent. Turns out her and her sister have been having problems and she has been spouting non-stop lies about his sister and has caused a huge rift between them. His sister didn't even attend their wedding. I told him I was sorry, but he should make things right with his sister because Nikki was the problem, not her. We spoke a little more and he hung up. I'm not entirely sure what he's going to do with that information. I hope he cuts his losses and leaves her because he sounded like a really nice person and even he has lost his own sister because of Nikki. So I've decided to reconcile with my dad. My mother has always run the show their entire marriage. To the fact he is putting his foot down and divorcing her and going no contact with Nikki shows he is serious about wanting to make amends. I don't think I will ever reconcile with my mother. As she thinks Nikki is a victim also in all this and at this point I don't care to listen to her excuses. If she reaches out and we talk I will update the post again. My ex, I haven't had the time to meet with him and talk. Though my dad mentioned he wanted to come with my dad but he told him I would be too overwhelmed if we were both there and seeing them separated will help make clear decisions. He also mentioned my ex was arrested for assaulting Nikki's friend who lied about the entire situation. He was being charged but the charges were dropped a few days later. I will update the post again when I have time to speak to my ex. Thank you guys for being so patient and so caring and just amazing. And that was OP's last post on the matter. That is just an incredibly scary situation from her setting up this plan to you, you know, blacking out and not knowing what happened during that time. Nikki plotting all this sort of stuff and turning your whole family against you. Your whole life being turned upside down, which you had to rebuild. That's absolutely terrifying. But what do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's have one more story. And our next story comes from the Am I the Arsehole subreddit from Jeffman980 and says, Am I the Arsehole for telling my vegan sister she can't serve only vegan food at our family reunion? Hey all, I'm genuinely torn about this and need some clarity. Every year our family has a reunion where different members host. This year it's my younger sister's turn. She's been vegan for about three years and is quite passionate about it. We all respect their choices and make sure there are a good variety of vegan options whenever we have family gatherings. When she announced she'll be hosting, 
She also said that the entire menu would be vegan to align with her beliefs and that it's a chance for the family to try something different. Some family members were excited, but others, including many of the older folks, were pretty upset and felt like they were being forced into her lifestyle, even if it's just for one meal. I spoke to her privately and asked if she'd be open to including a few non-vegan dishes for those who aren't keen on a full vegan menu. She got quite defensive, saying this was a chance to showcase veganism and that for one meal, everyone can give it a go. I respect their beliefs, but I also don't think that forcing an entire family to adopt her choices, even if it's just for one meal, isn't fair. She's now upset with me for not being supportive and says I'm not respecting her choices. Am I the asshole? Opie adds a little update and says, wow, lots of good thoughts. Thought I would answer a couple of questions here so they're not lost in the comments. One, there is no set rota. The hosting goes to whoever wants to host most or hasn't hosted before. In this case, she wanted to host. Two, we have managed to come to a compromise where people can bring their own food as long as it doesn't contain meat, which I think is fair. Three, just for some context, she works at a well-known UK fast food place. She has no issues handling, preparing, or serving meat. Although I get this can be different at home. Now, as someone myself who would, you know, generally always go for the meat option first on the menu, I personally, for me, wouldn't have any issue with having, you know, a vegan dish one time around. You know, I've had some delicious vegan food before. Always happy to try something new. It's one time, so what the bloody hell, right? <laughs> it's just as simple as that for me, but this spirit says, honestly, I think you're the arsehole. Not in a big way. I guess it's not what you usually look forward to or are used to with meals, but it's one meal. I grew up with two vegetarian friends, whole family, and when they had me over, even as a kid, I knew I shouldn't expect or ask for meat. You say you respect their beliefs, but want her to go against them for you all in her own home. Veganism is based on a strongly held personal belief related to their morals, and in that way is similar to religion. You wouldn't go somewhere a Muslim is hosting and expect them to serve pork to you because you love and eat it. You're asking her to put aside her beliefs for your taste. There are still tons of variety and delicious options with vegan food. So, so much. Be more open-minded to something different for one meal. If you really expect to just completely hate any meal with no animal products, Smash a burger beforehand and politely pick at whatever looks best when you are there. Fritos replies to that and says, Meh, I get you, but she's accommodated at everyone else's house. She has no interest in reciprocating that courtesy. She too can smash a vegan meal beforehand and just pick at whatever looks okay for her when she's visiting, though. It goes both ways. Also, she's not being a great host in that you want your guests to be comfortable. All the rules that would apply to her being taken care of at others' houses apply to her hosting as well. Finally, she's using the meal to showcase veganism. So it's part reunion party, part evangelizing. Neat. Everyone sucks here. They should all be more flexible. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Maybe you've got a different opinion on the matter. As always, I would love to hear it. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories, your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me so thank you so much for being involved and hopefully we'll see you in the next one take care and much love Let's go, 
See the sun shining from the windows. Okay, I know that today will be a good day. Okay, I know that today will be a good day. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.